Welcome to Conscious Talk, radio that makes a difference. Conscious Talk is brought to you in part by Essential Formulas, distributors of Dr. O'Hara's and Reg Active, now available online as well as in fine health stores. And now I welcome your hosts for the day, Brenda Michaels and Rob Spears. And good morning, everyone. Welcome to the show. Glad that you can join us here today on Conscious Talk, radio that makes a difference, and uh, good for you for showing up, showing up in your life. Exactly. Well, we've been showing up for over 18 years. Glad to have you with us, and today we're busy with uh, announcements. Mm -hmm. Uh, First of all, Vitamin Life in Redmond, uh, this weekend, Saturday, noon to one, alkalizing the body into balance and taking your health to the next level. This has been a great series, great natural health series. You can find out all of the details in the event section at ConsciousTalk.net. But I also want to mention um, the most alkalizing supplement we know of, Power PH, uh, has a deal going for our listeners until the end of April. If you put ALKA, A-L-K-A, in the coupon section, you'll get 20% off. So powersofph.com is the website. Also want to remind you of the forced, uh, excuse me, focused life force energy program. And you can get on that program. And what it is, it's subtle energy. It is the energy behind the creative process of life. If you have it covered in your home or on your cell phone, amazing things happen for people. Their health improves, their sleep, their sleep improves, their dog's health or cat's health <laughs> improve. Everything improves when you're in a higher frequency. That's what this technology does. They offer a 15-day free program. Go to flfe.net forward slash conscious hyphen talk and you can get on their free 15-day program don't miss out because it's really amazing or hit the conscious partners button at the top of our web page uh, also um well what else have we got our winnie our winnie oh don't forget if you go to our facebook page at uh, conscioustalk.net um, we've got a great gofundme going to help one of our local horses and we will be right back welcome to conscious talk radio that makes a difference well coming up this hour on conscious talk well it's an obvious thing all of us die and most of us are called to support loved ones or friends in dying or grieving a death the question is can the end of life journey be a time of inner peace or even growth well we'll talk to philip jones author of transcendence finding peace at the end of a life And now I welcome your hosts for the day, Brenda Michaels and Rob Spears. Thank you, Benny. And welcome, folks, to another hour of Conscious Talk, radio that makes a difference. And yes, we're making a difference again here today because we bring to you the very best people that we know of, people that are making a positive difference in their lives and the lives of others people that are learning, growing, they're waking up, coming on the show, teaching all of us. And on this show, we learn and grow together one listener at a time, and that listener is you. Well, our special guest today is Jay Phillips Jones. He's a psychotherapist who served as an interfaith hospice spiritual counselor in Hawaii for 13 years. And prior to his hospice work, he traveled the country as a Hindu monk for over a decade, meeting and learning from teachers of many traditions. And Philip has encouraged, counseled, and guided over 2,000 hospice patients of all faiths and beliefs. And his book came at a very um, uh, timely uh, interlude in our lives. Uh, It was perfect timing. It's called Transcendence, Ending Peace at the End of Life. Mm. Philip, welcome to Conscious Talk. Thank you. Glad to be here. Well, Philip, um, all of us die. Nobody escapes uh, leaving the body on this planet. Um, But the discussion of death, even bringing it up in the public, is kind of avoided like the plague. Um, Does this make 
death and and your book questioning death an important part of our life and should be should we be questioning death uh yeah we should be because it's a part of life and sometimes you know it's it's um common to make the dichotomy between life and death but really the dichotomy is between birth and death and life is every single second in between mm. so you know, it's it's um, it's something as you say that happens to all of us. The beauty of looking at that part of life or the end of life prior to the end of life is that it helps us to live life now in the moment um, as the best we can. You know, there's um, probably in all the traditions, but in India specifically, there's a tradition where when a person uh, comes to a loved one's rites of passage or closing of their life or funeral or celebration of life, there's realization that happens there. We think about our own life. We think about our own mortality. And for a lot of people, that can be a permanent change. For most of us, it's temporary. But it allows us to understand that really thinking about how we live our life and the fact that we're not guaranteed uh, one day longer, you might say, makes us want to live in the present and love in the present and give thanks in the present and let go of all of these things that, that really um, are so unimportant when we get mm-hmm. to the end of life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so it, it's been noted that you worked for, I, I believe, around 13 years doing hospice yes. work, and you spent a lot of time um you know, traveling as a monk and, uh, you know, obviously you've thought about this a lot and it it really struck me because obviously all um, religions at some point deal with what this is all about. (laughs) You know, it really powers them and and they all have various structures. But I remember my mother, um, you know, before her death, uh, asking, um, uh, you know, her minister at the time, uh, before she was really in the last moments, um, saying, well, what am I going to expect? <laughs> and right. I, I think, sure. you know, that's kind of one of the common questions. But what are some of the questions that people have around death? Well, that's a good question, because when I first started the hospice work, I thought that a lot of people would ask, you know, what happens next? Some people do, and of course we all think about that, but most people, you know, through their religion or through their philosophy of life have kind of come to a conclusion. What a lot of people ask, either implicitly or explicitly, is what was this life about, not what's the next life, because there can be a lot of regrets, a lot of concerns. I didn't achieve what I wanted to. My life was a failure. My kids hate me. You know, there's a lot of anxiety around the life that we live. And I remember a, a young man, he was um, he was around 44, and he was dying. He had actually moved to Hawaii from the East Coast. And the nurse had told me, you know, I, please go and talk to this gentleman because there's nothing, you know, he has pain medication. We've done everything we can, but he's in a lot of pain. I went in and, and sat down, and I looked, and I could just see his face was so tense, and he was just suffering. And I said, well, tell me a little bit about yourself. And he said, well, here I am. You know, I, I never really had a great job. I never made a lot of money. I didn't achieve what we're supposed to do, and, and here I am dying. I said, well, well, what did you do with your life? And he said, well, most of my friends were doing all those things. And uh, whenever anyone had a problem, they didn't have time for each other, so they came to me. And he really wasn't realizing what he was saying. I said, well, you do understand that that's the most important thing in life. You've you've really achieved something wonderful by taking the time to be with your friends and talk to them. And as we talked, I could just literally see the the lines and the the, the suffering uh, kind of flow away from from his face. So... You know, that question of a lot of times when I'm with people at the end of life, I think of three things that can bring them peace. One, how have they lived their life? Have they come to terms with their life? And usually if you talk to people and really help them reframe, not in a 
false way or a fake way or anything, but just seeing what was it, what are the points in their life where they really made a difference so that they can be at peace with that. Then the second thing is finding something great within themselves, you know, because a lot of people, what are the questions? Am I worthy? You know, as you Mm -hmm. said, with your mom and a lot of people, you know, most of us feel we're not and what's going to happen and that, you know, was I a failure and things of that nature when in fact the real key to finding peace at the end of life is making a connection, a connection with something great within ourselves whether we call that the soul or the spirit, that essential nature, and for many people, something great beyond ourselves, spirit, God, you know, grace, uh, a benevolent universe. When we can make those connections regardless, and I've literally been with people of hundreds and hundreds of different faiths and persuasions, and it generally isn't how much they went to church or temple or synagogue or the books and so forth, it's really whether or not they've come to realize that who they are <laughs> is where they can find peace. Yeah. That mm-hmm. essential nature, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. It's so interesting, though. Um, a lot of people are either they, they live with regret and a lot of it yeah. shows up at the end of their lives, or they yeah. are afraid to die. Have you had people that you have counseled that are uh, in fear of death? And what are we really afraid of? Well, most people are actually afraid of suffering. They're not Mm -hmm. so much afraid of death itself. They're afraid of two things. One is what you said, not having done what they came here to do. And Mm -hmm. I think that's a fascinating question, you know. (laughs) And and really, we talked earlier about... um, contemplating death, and and people are afraid of that. But that's one of the benefits of thinking about death, because it helps you to understand, well, what are we here for anyway? Mm. And if we can come to terms with that, then when we get to the end of life, um, we don't have those regrets, and and we've done the best we can. Um, I think I got off track with your question, so I'm going to go back. Well, it was just really... Um, you know, why do we fear death so much? Because a lot yeah. of people do fear death. And um, yeah. we're, and before you answer that question. Yeah, that, I, I, we just recently um, had a friend who'd been on the show for many years, uh, Alan Rowland. And he uh, um, has been contemplating his death for some time and has been, you know, dying consciously, which is something mm-hmm. we'll talk about later. Right. But he... Uh, he always used to say that we're not so much afraid of death as we are of living. <laughs> and, and and I think that's one of the things that, you know, regrets are tied to. But we're going to run off to a commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to continue uh, this discussion with Philip Jones. We're talking about transcendence, finding peace at the end of life. Dance floor is open. Come on, everyone. Let's shake it. You're young at heart. Let's keep it that way. Stay feeling young with Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract, designed specifically to help support and strengthen your cardiovascular system as you age. Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract was founded on scientific research and has been the subject of more than 800 research studies over the last 45 years, revealing its significant cardiovascular benefits. Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract Cardiovascular, Blood Pressure Health, Cholesterol, and Circulation Formulas are just a handful of the many Kyolic supplements that can help reduce the major risk factors of heart disease and promote overall heart health. Organically grown, Kyolic Garlic is aged up to 20 months, has no pungent odor, and is gentle on the stomach. Make a resolution today to stay young at heart and keep your cardiovascular system strong for years to come. Get Kyolic today. Available at fine natural health retailers nationwide. Love the blooming flowers and trees, but challenged by the pollen? Help ease seasonal issues like sneezing, runny nose, and watery eyes by supporting a healthy immune response right at the source, your digestive tract. Your immune system and digestive tract are completely integrated systems in your body. If your immune system views pollen as a dangerous invader, it can incite all those unpleasant sensitivities. Over 70% of your immune cells reside in your gut, and they all depend on a healthy probiotic population to stay in balance and function at their peak. 
Dr. Fred Pescatore, a New York City physician and best-selling author on allergies, names Dr. O'Hara's probiotics as a top-tier defense in the management of seasonal sensitivities. Dr. O'Hara's probiotics, backed by over 35 years of research, is the help your immune system needs. Try it for yourself and enjoy the outdoors again. Dr. O'Hara's probiotics are available online and at natural health retailers nationwide. More than a conversation. Conscious Talk Radio. When you buy health products, you can save up to 50% at vitaminlife.com, the world's largest selection of supplements, herbs, homeopathic, health and beauty products, and more. Choose from vitaminlife.com's 30,000 products from over 700 brands, including Solaray, Jaro Formulas, New Chapter, Country Life, Source Naturals, Nature's Way, Enzymatic Therapy, Now Foods, Doctor's Best, and Aubrey Organics. Go to vitaminlife.com and save up to 50% on supplements or call vitaminlife.com to order at 866-998-8855. It's a new year and full of hope and enthusiasm for a new beginning. You're thinking about going back to the gym. Well, the problem is every year it's the same thing. Exercise gets harder because your muscles get tired faster than you remember. And then the next day, you're so sore you can hardly move. Well, that's what PowerPH with BioPH was designed to deal with. The active ingredient, BioPH, helps remove the acids your muscles form while exercising, giving you a better workout. Then you'll be amazed on how PowerPH relieves soreness the next day, so you feel inspired to continue your exercise program into the year instead of giving up after a few attempts. PowerPH was clinically tested by competitive athletes who found both their performance and recovery greatly enhanced. If PowerPH with BioPH works for them, it will work for you too. Granted unique dietary ingredient status by the FDA, BioPH is the most bioavailable alkalizing ingredient we know of. Testing showed that in just five days, PowerPH reduced body acid 53% on average while reducing inflammation and aiding in the uptake of beneficial nutrients. Discover the difference PowerPH can make in your life. For more information and to order, go to powersofph.com. That's powersofph.com. Discover the power of higher pH. Your body will thank you. Alternative Talk 1150. It's good for what ails you. This statement has not been evaluated by the FDA. And welcome back. You are listening to Conscious Talk. And, hey, we're having a very important um, conversation. Um, It's about death. And uh, death really is part of life. But how to make that transition consciously is something that we'd all like to do. And there's a great book out there called Transcendence. It's Finding Peace at the End of Life. And we're talking to the author of J. Philip Jones. Um, We just call him Philip. Uh, and Philip, um, Brenda had asked about the fear of death. Yeah, fear the, of death. There's right? so many people um, that fear death, and, and an example is my mother, who is 98 this year, and wow. she's very much uh, an invalid at this point, and has, mm-hmm. you know, not Alzheimer's, but complete dementia. So she's just sort of existing in a wheelchair, can't talk, uh, is deaf, basically, but and won't wear her hearing aids and <laughs> has to be mm. fed and wears a diaper. and But she's mm. hanging on. And mm. my sense with her and knowing her so well, you know, she was brought up in church, as mm-hmm. I was. And uh, I think she carries a, a, a big fear of death, that she's going to mm. be judged by God. And I was wondering... Mm. And that's why she sort of hangs on, I feel, um, that, mm-hmm. that that fear is driving that will to stay in the body, even though she's she would be so much happier if she was able to drop her body and go on. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure she believes in going on either, that there is a place to go. And I'm wondering how much you encounter this type of fear in your work. Yeah, well, a lot, because um, I think, you know, some people say they're they're not afraid of death and and so forth. And um, I think on some level, everyone has some fear of death, mm-hmm. whether they believe that they're going to a beautiful place and everything 
they got their ticket and their passport and so forth. But it's something that we've never experienced before, and it feels um, it feels final. It feels like our connection to the people that we love and the place that we love. People love the earth. It's, mm-hmm. You know, if we're fortunate, like uh, many of us are, um, to live in beautiful place and, and have friends and family. It's just um, difficult to live behind. But getting back to what, you're, what you said about your uh, concern about your mom, I grew up um, Southern Baptist. My dad was a deacon. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it was a wonderful uh, church and community. But, you know, there, you know, in all religions, there are uh, doctrines at times that, that make people believe that um, maybe they should be afraid, uh, or maybe they will be judged. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm just going to put out my, <laughs> I, I didn't, you know, I never go in and start telling people, this is what I believe, this is what you should believe. That's a very, very personal business. But if you think about it, um, and when people ask, and they really press me, you know, I say, well, honestly, I believe that God is the last person in the universe you should be afraid of. If, as religions teach, God, or the creator, the source in which we've come, is of the essence of love, and that would be a long discussion, maybe, but um, that's a pretty, um, the logic behind that is, is flawless. Love is really the only thing that can explain a um, an ordered and benevolent universe. Einstein mm-hmm. said the most important question we can ask is the universe benevolent. So assuming that uh, our creator, that God, is of the essence of love, then we certainly don't need to be afraid of being judged by yeah. God. Mm-hmm. And I've had many conversations with people around that, people who felt like somehow they didn't do it right or they didn't, you know, they're... You know, that balance of sins versus um, pious deeds was, was off, or whatever it was they felt that they needed to do to to get into the kingdom of heaven. Of course, uh, in the Bible, Jesus said, except, except you become a child, you shall not enter the kingdom of heaven. And it's interesting that at the end of life, sometimes we become in that helpless state. So I think, you know, depending on a person's beliefs, whether they believe in the Bible, the Bhagavad Gita, the Dhammapada, the Tao Te Ching, whatever it may be, those great, great books of wisdom that are so, have such wonderful teachings. Um, you know, if, if you look at the central core of the message there, let's take Christianity. Jesus said, love God, love your neighbor, and love yourself. Let's not forget that. On these two principles, hang all the laws and prophets, all of those, don't do this, don't do that, shouldn't have done that, shouldn't have done this. Mm -hmm. Love is the essence of every great faith and tradition. So really just helping people to understand that, um, (laughs) you know, that judge that we expect or that person or being or that plane of existence that is beyond this, that has been purported, and I truly believe is a wonderful, incredible, amazing place, the place of the soul, it can only be of the nature of love and not, and not judgment. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, just I think just sharing those things with whatever a person finds faith in, whether it's you know, a holy book or teaching or nature, whatever it is, just uh, helping them to realize there's nothing to fear. And then yeah. I really hey, don't think there's anything to fear. Yeah, in your book, um, Philip, you you lean a lot on the Vedic traditions because you've studied them, and 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 yeah. they have so many beautiful answers to a lot of these questions. Uh, I I know that one of them, and it's a big question for people when they're dying. It's kind of ties into what we were talking before about the fear of death and all of that. Is that question of Am I am I a good person? Am I really a good exactly. person? <laughs> and, exactly. and and I think we all, you know, w- want that answer or wonder, you know, if it could right. be true. And I, I don't remember exactly, but the Vedic tradition says some things about that, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, you know, it's and again, it's not only the Vedic tradition, but there's always that that idea of what's our essential nature. 
And uh, again, I'm, I'm not, it's not, um, you know, most of us in this country grew up with Christianity. So we've, we've heard that, um, you know, we're born into sin and so forth. And, you know, theologically, you could talk about how that's true or not. But um, I think the great wisdom teachings, when you really get to the essence of them, indicate that we're, we're, born, we're born into, born of, if we're born of what is good, if we're born of what is love, if we're born of what is true and beautiful, if that's the nature of our source from which we've come, why wouldn't that be our nature? It's just mm. obviously it is. Mm-hmm. So our true nature, our essential nature is, in the Vedic tradition, the Hindu tradition, it's called Sat, Chit, Ananda, existence. We're immortal. Uh, chit means wise. We're full of wisdom. And Ananda means we're full of happiness. That's our essential nature. That's our birthright. So really, as I began to say before, that connection to who we truly are. I mean, again, <laughs> this is a reason to contemplate the end of life, if you need to do that to come to this contemplation, who are we now? What is our essential nature? And if we really, you know, finding peace at the end of life, finding peace today, that's why mindfulness and meditation and prayer and all these things, if we take them seriously, if we sit down and let go of some of these ideas of who we are, whether it's our physical body, aging, all of these things that are not who we are. You know, the, the, a thing, too, a principle, the eyes are the windows of the soul. I cannot tell you how many times I've sat with people and just looked in their eyes and saw them. Mm-hmm. How do you, some people say, how do you spend 13 years with people dying? Because I didn't see anyone dying. You know, I saw a living being. I, the first person I saw passing away he was talking, we were looking at each other. We didn't expect that he was going to pass that day, but we were talking to him. The nurse was there, I was there, I'm looking right at him, and all of a sudden, you know, all of a sudden, you know, I saw something go. His eyes were mm-hmm. still open, he was still looking at me, and it, what was left looked totally different. Mm-hmm. So who we truly are, that life force, that essential nature, in my humble opinion, is of the essence of greatness and beauty and love. And Mm -hmm. when we make that connection beyond the changes of the body and what's going to happen to the body, past, present, and future, that's where we can really really find that that peace. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that experience that you just um, uh, talked about, um, you know, being there when somebody actually passes, um, I, I, I've had that experience a number of times, and it, it it has always been kind of a beautiful moment, even if what led up to right before that. But when you feel that something changed, that whatever, mm-hmm. the energy in the room is, I mean, it's all very different, and it's all very beautiful, and it's uh, in a way, uh, and it is, uh, it's life-affirming. Um, mm-hmm. it, exactly. it was very life-affirming Brings for me. a lot of peace to yeah. the soul yeah. to even witness that. Well, we're here with J. Philip Jones. The book is Transcendence, Finding Peace at the End of Life. You can go to MandelaEarth.com, and that'll be up on his guest page, and we'll be right back. Everyone's raving about the newest botanical superstar hitting the store shelves nationwide. Hemp-derived cannabidiol, or CBD, has been receiving a lot of attention for its tremendous promise on human health. Plus, CBD Oil by CV Sciences is the trusted brand setting the standards in this newly emerging category of plant-based extracts, offering a variety of hemp-derived CBD oil products that you can count on. In order to make the highest quality CBD oil products available, it is important to manage every step of the supply chain process, from seed to shelf. That's why, from harvesting our EU-certified hemp seeds to laboratory testing for quality and safety, to producing our exceptional line of products, we are committed to going the extra mile. It is our commitment to you. Join the CBD evolution. Ask your local natural health retailer about Plus CBD Oil products by CB Sciences today. Follow us on Facebook and learn more at pluscbdoil.com. Today, more than ever, new technology is being created to help humankind. 
but few address subtle energy, which is the energy of life. We refer to as consciousness. A new company, Focus Life Force Energy Innovations, has created this technology and made it affordable to all of us. What makes this technology different is it can focus subtle life force energy on a property and everything within it. It can also be attached to a mobile object, such as a cell phone, so the energy goes with you. The benefit of this energy includes better sleep, an enhanced feeling of well-being, boosts natural healing ability, more joy, mitigation of electromagnetic energy, and much, much more. Oh, and hey, don't forget to apply for a 15-day free trial with no strings attached. Go to ConsciousTalk.net and click on the Conscious Partners at the top of the homepage and drop down to Focused Life Force Energy. Experience the difference Focused Life Force Energy gives you. You're listening to Conscious Talk, where everything that happens to you transforms into everything is for you. Got indigestion? Gas? Bloating? Your symptoms could be caused by an imbalance of the good versus bad bacteria in your intestinal tract. Stress, fast food, x-rays, antibiotics, they are all a part of modern life. They can decrease your good intestinal bacteria, leading to a rise of bad bacteria and then digestive distress. Make 2019 the year you tackle your digestive concerns head-on. Rebuild your good intestinal bacteria with Dr. O'Hara's Probiotics, a worldwide leader in probiotic health for over 30 years. Taken daily, Dr. O'Hara's will help improve your digestive well-being. And for sudden upper digestive distress, chew a capsule or two. The enzymes and postbiotic metabolites only found in Dr. O'Hara's probiotics will help you feel better. Look for Dr. O'Hara's probiotics at Vitamin Shop, Whole Foods, Sprouts, and other fine natural health retailers nationwide. Also available online. Get your digestion under control today. Would you like to have a better flow of money in your life? Or would you like more inspiration and creative ideas? How about having your body return to its natural healthy size and condition? Why not travel to the realm of the masters? You can do all of these while enjoying a relaxing, powerful, guided, meditative journey designed and led by me, Krista Gibson, publisher of New Spirit Journal. Guided meditative journeys can be a very powerful and effective way to improve your life. While you relax for about 20 minutes, you're led through an adventure in consciousness where you use your imagination and feelings to experience a greater connection to the answers you seek. Sometimes you meet and hear from guides or angels while listening to waves, a stream, or rain and thunder. Available as immediate MP3 downloads to your computer, these journeys could be your next step. Visit anoasisforyoursoul.com. That's anoasisforyoursoul.com. Make it a great day. Keep your dial on Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back, folks. Thanks for being with us here today on Conscious Talk Radio that makes a difference. And uh, we're doing a little bit different type of show today. We're talking about death, the end of life. And, and we don't talk about that. There's not a lot of books written on it. We haven't brought it up on the show a lot, but we feel it's an important an important topic because we're all headed there. We're all headed to a day when we will leave our bodies and move on to another experience. And and we're today we're here with J. Philip Jones and his book is Transcendence finding peace at the end of life and his website is mandala earth it's mandala earth m a n d a l a earth.com um philip let's talk a little bit about loss when mm-hmm. when death is at our door so to speak we're thinking everybody's thinking about what we're losing the person we're losing the person that's dying is losing something we rarely look at death as something that we're gaining. We're gaining a brand new experience. If somebody's sick and have been suffering in the body, they're going to drop that that sick body. They're going to gain freedom and lots of other things. Why are we so bent on focusing on loss instead of all the wonderful things that happen when we do transition? Well, that's a good question. And I think it's partially because um, we don't know what's on the other side. But we have some pretty strong clues. There's a 
huge amount of uh, near-death literature mm-hmm. and um, some really great books out there. I've, I've read a number of them and talked to some people in that field. And if you've read some of those books, you've seen undoubtedly that people who have had a near-death experience where literally their spirit, their essential nature, has left the body, uh, can look back and observe what's happening to the body. Sometimes, um, you know, they've been clinically dead for 15 minutes or half an hour or whatever. But they come back into the body, and pretty much every single person really didn't want to come back in. So (laughs) there's something to be gained by that understanding. Um, You know, and you're right, Brenda, around the idea of loss. I mean, really, the greatest loss is is death. If you lose a loved one, a child, a, a parent, a grandparent, a friend, that's a very, very difficult loss for us to living, and people who are near the end of life, they're feeling that too. They're thinking, oh no, I'm not going to see the graduation of my daughter. I'm not going to be there, you know, with my friend in old age. And, and those things really weigh on, on people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's okay because we're human and human, the nature of being humans and the nature of really what life's all about, it's about relationship. Again, mm-hmm. going back to, to love is the essence of a life. I believe in this world and in any other world, if you really look at the, the bigger picture. So um, how do we see life and death in, in those terms of, of loss and gain? You know, I, it reminds me of um, a few people that I've been with. A lot of people toward the end of life, they will start kind of in, oh, maybe, I wouldn't say a semi-conscious state, but they'll begin to talk about traveling. There was one man who who actually eventually forced his wife to call down to the pier and see if the boat was going to leave. You know, he literally knew that there's a journey coming. So a lot of people feel that that journey is coming, that there's something, something that they're going on, something that they're leaving behind. And for me, in the book as well, I talk about... uh, seeing death in a different way, not just as, you know, the end of life and the loss of everything, but as a rite of passage. Mm-hmm. And I give an example that I've thought about over the years and, and told a lot of folks about when it was appropriate, and that's the Olympics. In the Olympics, there's um, one race called a marathon. It's 26 miles long. And if you've ever watched the Olympic Games, you'll see the beginning where everybody's down there. They get ready to run. They got on their brand-new tennis shoes, and they're out there. They look great. They look young and strong. And the gun goes off, and they start around the track. They run one lap inside the track. There's 80,000 people get up and cheer. Yes, yes, great, great. And then they're running, and they go 5 miles and 10 miles and 15. They, They fall in the mud. I've seen people literally crawl back into the stadium on their hands and knees. Mm-hmm. So they come crawling in, they come struggling in, they're all, you know, messed up in so many different ways. But what happens? 80,000 people rise up and cheer. Right. So the end of life can, can be seen as, and it is in fact, the last and most powerful rite of passage. Yes, and we're going to hold hold that thought there, Philip, because we're going to take a quick break. We're going to end it there as a rite of passage, and we have a lot more to come with J. Philip Jones when we come back. Stay tuned. Stop breathing right now. No, really, hold your breath. This is how it feels when you're stuffed up due to colds, flu, pollen, dander, post-nasal drip, or any other reason. That's when you need Clear Saline Nasal Spray, the only spray with the power of xylitol. That simple saline solution you're using is only doing half the job. It's just rinsing. In multiple research studies, xylitol has been shown to reduce bacterial adhesion and help keep your nose moist and clean much longer than saline alone, making Clear more effective at washing away that nasty gunk in your nose. Clear is so powerful, it's been granted over 11 patents. So step up from that wimpy saline spray to something that actually works faster and better at getting you the relief you need to start breathing now. And if your doctor isn't talking to you about Clear for your congestion, maybe you need to get a new doctor. You don't just rinse your hands, why would you just rinse your nose? Clear Saline Nasal Spray with Xylitol. Available at Walmart, CVS, Whole Foods, Rite Aid, and everywhere else. Or clear.com. That's X-L-E-A-R dot com. Now go wash your nose. This is Conscious Talk. 
where zero point is the point of it all. What if you could be your own healer? Well, you can unleash your natural healing abilities with the AIM program of energetic balancing. This exciting new spiritual technology has been featured in best-selling books like Natural Cures and in Dr. Wayne Dyer's There's a Spiritual Solution to Every Problem. The AIM program of energetic balancing allows you to heal yourself 24 hours a day from anywhere in the world. More than 60,000 people have experienced the AIM program of energetic balancing. The novel sanctuary, The Path to Consciousness, walks you through one's journey of self-healing with this spiritual technology. To learn more about energetic self-healing, you can order The Novel Sanctuary today by calling 877-500-3622 or request a free AIM information kit. Call 877-500-3622 or visit energeticmatrix.com. Unleash your natural self-healing abilities with the AIM program of Energetic Balancing. Organic, free-range, and fresh daily. Alternative Talk 1150. Hey, welcome back. You are listening to Conscious Talk. And, you know, for 18 years, we've been, more than 18 years now, we've been learning right along with you. And uh, uh, today's one of those sort of special days that really touches our heart. And and I think we've all had this experience when we've known somebody uh, who has recently passed. And we wondered uh, a lot about ourselves. We wondered about what this existence is about and and maybe how we could help or how we could have helped more. Well, here's a great book. It's called Transcendence. It's written by uh, J. Philip Jones. It's finding peace at the end of life, whether you are uh, nearing death yourself or you know somebody. Um, it works for all sides. This is this is a great discussion we're having. So, um, Philip, we were discussing, and you were giving us a great metaphor example of a marathon, where right. you know you start out and you're all crisp and <laughs> feeling good, looking good in your new sneakers, and you run the marathon, yeah. and by the end, there may be even some people crawling across the finish line. But there's, right. if you're in the Olympics, there's 80,000 people cheering for you. It is mm-hmm. a rite of passage. And during the break, I mentioned that I often wondered why we didn't call death transition, why we mm-hmm. named it death. Death is so final, but transition really denotes the truth of that the soul does go on. Um so running that marathon and reaching that end of of life there and and realizing it's a rite of passage does that give people peace and hope those that you counsel when they are at the end of life it does for a lot of people you know it does for a lot of people and it also does for their caregivers um i remember one uh, son that was taking care of his dad that had a great relationship their whole life and and toward the end, the dad started acting a little strange. You know, I mean, it happens when, our, you know, sometimes the brain is impacted. And, and it was really kind of um, uh, putting the son into a lot of anxiety. And I said, and I gave him that example, and he, it really helped him. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, at the end of life, it doesn't always look pretty from a physical right. point of view. And right. we've, we've seen that, those of us who've been with it. But, again, it's the hero's journey, you know. <laughs> The hero coming back, you know, Ulysses coming back from the journey, the heroes and these transitions and, and vision quests, when you go up in the mountain, you come down, it, it doesn't always look pretty, but it's like it, it's that transition. It's breaking through to the other side. And I think you're right, Brenda. Um, I think even if you think about the word death, it has the sound of it has a finality to it, mm-hmm. and transition does not. And in right. fact, um, you know, again, we're not going to say we can prove that there's life beyond death and so forth, but really um, there's a really strong intuition that that's true, and, and, and the great traditions and the wisdom teachings indicate that, that that's true. So um, I've found that to be very, very helpful to for caregivers and for those going through the end of life to, to see themselves in that way because otherwise, again, they're feeling like they're, they're a burden. They're feeling like I've, I've had people, and it's so heartbreaking to say, I don't feel like I'm a person anymore. Am I a person anymore? I've had, mm. 
you know, relatives look at their mom and say, that's not my mother anymore, mm-hmm. and she's mm-hmm. laying there listening. It's just so yeah. devastating when we don't see past the physical and yes. see the essence that the soul, the spirit, is transitioning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that um, that you talk about in the book is, and you say that the soul evolves until the last moment of life, and I got to tell right. you, having had that personal experience a number of times, it, it's actually, you know, seeing that and seeing sort of the light in their eye, you know, mm-hmm. something special yes. in their eyes before <laughs> yes. they, right before they die, where you, it's, right. they get it, whatever yeah. it is, they get it. That's right. uh, and that actually helps us on this side. It helps me when I'm having a difficult time with a person. Uh, to right. realize that, hey, you know, maybe they won't get it until the last seconds of life, but they'll get it. Does that well, make sense? Yeah, it does, Rob, and, and it actually reminds me of a book that I always recommend. Um, it's called The Grace in Dying. It's a great book, and it's written by a, a woman who studies death Transition. Let's let's start a movement. Let's call it transition. Yeah, let's call yeah, it right. transition. Yeah. Yes. Transition. Amen. And uh, I consciously avoided putting death in the title or subtitle for that reason because yep. it, it does have a, a negative connotation. And mm-hmm. so, yeah. So the transition, uh, the grace and dying by Dr. Kathleen Singh, and exactly what you're saying, Rob, she's talking about how many people, the opportunities there for powerful evolution toward the end of life, Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, think about think about meditation. You're trying to drop all of those things, the ego and all that stuff. When you're nearing the end of life, they're dropping, they're going. All of the all of the things that that um, keep us from from just being a human being. All of the you know the mask that we wear and the ego and the fears and all of those things. You know, they're they're really. Literally, as you guys were saying about your friend, if you can go into that space of consciously preparing for mm-hmm. for death and just letting go, letting go, letting go, mm-hmm. then yes, it can be a very powerful evolution. And I think it gives us some indication if we look at it as a rite of passage, as a transition, thinking, wow, what an opportunity if we understand what evolution and progress and maturity is really all about, it can absolutely be the time of the greatest growth that we can imagine, which is so ironic, because many times, any of us, if we walk in and the doctor says, sorry, you have six months to live or one year to live, people take it two ways. Some people think, uh, oh my God, oh my God, I have to live longer, I have to live longer, I have so much to live for, and some people think, okay. Life's over, that's it. But in any event, for a lot of people, unless we can really come to this understanding and with a little help from our friends, let's make this a conscious uh, journey here, then then it's really, um, they really feel these uh, this unworthiness. And it goes into what we were talking about over the break of how can we help someone at the end of life. Um, and if it's okay with you guys, I don't know if we have time, but I was going to read just a short passage from the book about that. Yeah, we have a little, uh, about a minute and a half. So yeah. um, if, you, if you can in that time, let's do it. Okay. The greatest worry expressed by people who are dying is that they will become a burden to family and friends who will need to care for them. Caregiving is stressful for many people. However, for most caregivers, it's a sacrifice taken up as a labor of love. And I won't go on, but the section's entitled, You Are Not a Burden. Mm. Yes. Most people just feel like, I'm a burden. Oh, my God, look, my daughter's got to come and spend time with me. Look at me. I can't even, you know, change my diaper. You know, it's so that feeling of shame, and I'm not a person, and I'm a burden, one of the greatest gifts that we can give to those we love when we have that wonderful opportunity, as, as Rob's talking about, and, and you as, as well, Brenda, is, to be with someone at the end of life mm-hmm. is to let them know it's, it's not a burden. Right. Yeah. On some it, level, of course, it is. <laughs> it's yeah. a challenge. But, but on, that level, on the level of love, it's not. 
Right. And, yeah. and you know, if we're, if we're going to look at it all materialistically, yes, it would be a burden. But as, as we Absolutely. look at it as an honor in our life, it's an honor to be able to help people. And I feel if we can be at peace with this process of yeah. transition, when we're there for our loved ones, it will help them to be more at peace with it as well. We are exactly a lot of times right. the instigator of the problems because uh, we're not at peace with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Well, exactly. it's a wonderful experience to have those last conversations with somebody who is going, can, can be totally honest. Yes. Because exactly. uh, why not? Exactly. And, yep. and it's very fulfilling for your other your relationships that are ongoing on this plane. Um, exactly. to have those experiences and to live that way yourself as much as you can. So, uh, you know, Philip, that uh, I really enjoyed your book a lot. It, it, it's something that you can read over and over again. You know, we we have these experiences and then, you know, life goes on. We, we carry yeah. on in sort of our day-to-day stuff, but then they happen again <laughs> so well folks the book is transcendence finding peace at the end of life by j philip jones you can visit philip by going to his website mandala m-a-n-d-a-l-a earth.com and philip thank you so so much for doing this work it's so beautiful and important and we really appreciate you and and that work that you're doing and folks as always we love and appreciate you as well thank you for listening have a beautiful day and we'll see all of you next time right here on conscious talk millions just like you suffer from urinary conditions like overactive bladder urgency frequency and infection You want to avoid antibiotics and go natural, but you just can't drink the amount of cranberry needed to move the problem on. Urinary Tract Rescue with BioPH is the perfect solution. This formula combines the concentrated phytochemicals of cranberry with BioPH, a highly alkalizing ingredient. Urinary Tract Rescue repels urinary infections in two ways. The concentrated phytochemicals in the cranberry help prevent bacteria from clinging to tissue while BioPH increases the bioavailability of cranberry and reduces the acid level in urine that irritates the tissue and allows for infection in the first place. Stop suffering. Rescue yourself with Urinary Tract Rescue. You'll find Urinary Tract Rescue at Vitamin Life in Redmond or online at vitaminlife.com. For more information, go to powersofph.com. If you're on a journey from head to heart, then you're listening to Conscious Talk. When you buy health products, you can save up to 50% at vitaminlife.com, the world's largest selection of supplements, herbs, homeopathic, health and beauty products, and more. Choose from vitaminlife.com's 30,000 products from over 700 brands, including Solaray, Jaro Formulas, New Chapter, Country Life, Source Naturals, Nature's Way, Enzymatic Therapy, Now Foods, Doctor's Best, and Aubrey Organics. Go to vitaminlife.com and save up to 50% on supplements or call vitaminlife.com to order at 866-998-8855.